Trauma can actually make you feel resilient and leave you better equipped to tackle future challenges. To help you start growing after a traumatic experience, I want to give you five of the most effective strategies for post-traumatic growth. Hi, I'm neuroscientist Dr. Ben Webb, and I want to help you cultivate a healthy brain for a mentally healthy and happy life. Welcome to episode 59 of Better Brain, Better You. Keeping safe and happy, I hope, and thanks so much for joining me for today's episode on how to grow after trauma. But before we get started, I'm really excited to tell you about our upcoming Healing the Traumatized Brain workshop with clinical psychologist Dr. Zoe Webb. In this free video workshop, Zoe, who's been helping children, young people, and adults to find ways of healing early life trauma for the past 11 years, is going to introduce you to her strategies for helping young people to heal their brain from the effects of trauma experienced early in life. So if you want to watch this free workshop, you can register at ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash heal trauma. That's ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash heal trauma. So Zoe's philosophy is that with the right experiences at the right time, a young person can, can heal from the emotional pain caused by childhood trauma. So please do join her for this free workshop to discover her innovative approach. So in times of stress, crisis or trauma, we often ask what good can come of this? And these last few years we've been hit by a pandem- pandemic that has caused hundreds of thousands of deaths, unprecedented unemployment and a global economic downturn. So in the face of such a tragedy, it might appear that the answer is nothing. But at some point in the future, we'll be able to reflect on this terrible time and what it has brought for each of us as individuals, communities, and even at the level of a nation. So those those outcomes will almost certainly include some good and some bad. And in the field of psychology, we refer to this phenomenon as post-traumatic growth. So negative experiences can actually spur positive change including a recognition of personal strength, the exploration of new possibilities, improved relationships, a greater appreciation for life, and even spiritual growth. So we see this in people who have endured abuse and neglect, war, natural disasters, bereavement, job loss, and economic stress, serious illnesses and injuries. So despite the misery resulting from the coronavirus outbreak, many of us can expect to develop in beneficial ways in its aftermath. So although post-traumatic growth often happens naturally without therapy or other interventions, it can be facilitated using five growth strategies through education, emotional regulation, disclosure, narrative development and service. And you can emerge emerge a stronger self and you can help and support others to emerge stronger by, by encouraging introspection and curiosity, actively listening and offering compassionate feedback. So I want to share these five strategies with you to help you or someone you're helping and supporting to start growing after trauma. So let's start with education. To move through trauma to growth, you must first get educated about what the trauma is, a disruption of your core belief system. 
So before the pandemic, for example, many of us thought we were safe from the types of diseases that endangered people in the past, that bad things happened in other parts of the world, but not ours, and that our social and economic system, systems were resilient enough to weather all storms. Well, none of that was true, was it? So now we need to figure out what to believe instead. And when our assumptions are challenged, it's confusing and frightening and tends to produce anxious, repetitive thinking. Why did this happen? Who's in control? What should I do now? And we are forced to rethink who we are, what kind of people surround us, what world we live in, and what future we will have. It can be emotionally painful. But as research shows, it can also bring forward change that will be of value. We must begin by learning and understanding that truth. So I lost two-thirds of my lung to an unknown infection in my 40s and really initially struggled to cope. I was a decent runner in my younger years, but after the surgery, I struggled to walk up the stairs without getting out of breath. But I soon realised that my changed circumstances would require me to re-evaluate my identity. I had to figure out what was next in my life. I was lucky to be alive. Part of me didn't want to face my future, but I knew I had to. And that was my first step in having more compassion for myself, accepting my limitations without being limited by them. So as we move through the current health and economic crisis, consider how you can reinforce to yourself and others the recognition that it may have a positive as well as a negative impact. So remember that you and others can reimagine how you live your life, behave and feel in these new circumstances many of us are still operating in. So next is emotional regulation. To do any kind of learning, you need to be in the right frame of mind. So that starts with managing emotions such as anxiety, guilt and anger, which can be done by shifting the kind of thinking that leads to those feelings. So instead of focusing on losses, failures, uncertainties and worst case scenarios, try to recall successes, consider best case possibilities, reflect on your own resources and preparation and think reasonably about what you personally can do. So you can regulate emotions directly by observing and letting them disperse and letting them disperse as they are experienced. So things like physical exercise and meditative practices such as breathing also really help. Employ these techniques yourself and share them to help others. So acknowledge that circumstances continue to be both challenging and frightening. Then demonstrate poise under that pressure, under that pressure and encourage more frequent communication so that the people feel less isolated and see their collective emotional strength more clearly. So moving on to disclosure. This is where you should talk about what has happened and is happening. Its effects, both small and broad, short and long-term, personal and professional, and what you're struggling with in its wake. Articulating these things really helps us to make sense of the trauma and turn debilitating thoughts into more productive reflections. If you're helping someone talk about what it's been like to experience a trauma, asking a lot of questions can sometimes seem like an intrusive interrogation spurred by curiosity rather than concern. So it's best to focus on how the impact feels and which of the other person's concerns are most important in the here and now. 
And in a shared crisis or trauma, you can start by speaking openly about your own struggles and how you're managing the uncertainty and pain. You can then invite others to tell their stories and listen attentively as they locate their difficulties and come to terms with how their challenges and losses compared with those of others. So the next step is what we call narrative development, where we where we produce an authentic narrative about the trauma and our lives afterward, afterwards, so that we can accept the chapters already written and imagine crafting the next ones in a meaningful way. So your story and the stories of people you're helping can and should be about a traumatic past that leads to a better future. So when you're ready, start to shape the narrative of the trauma for yourself and those that you're helping. How has it caused you to change your priorities? What new paths or opportunities have emerged from it? Look to inspirational stories of people who have recovered from trauma, like adult survivors of childhood abuse and neglect, for example. Study and derive hope from them and remind yourself and those connected to you to do the same. Our final strategy is service. People do better in the aftermath of trauma if they find work that benefits others. Helping people close to them or their broader community or victims of events similar to the ones that they have endured. So two dads I know who each lost a child started a charity to help bereaved families connect with others who understood their grief. Many years later, the charity is thriving under the leadership of other dads who have lost their children and want to share the strength that they've gained. Of course, you don't need to start a charity to be of service. Focusing on how you can help provide relief for people who have experienced or or are having similar adverse experiences to you can lead to growth. So can simply expressing gratitude and showing compassion and empathy to others. How you and other people you support turn to service will determine whether you see the adverse experiences and the fallout as an unmitigated tragedy or as an opportunity to find new and better ways to live and operate. So for me, I ran a half marathon to raise money for the hospital staff who saved my life and cared for me after the surgery and to prove to myself that I could run again, albeit at a much slower pace. So hopefully through this process, you and those people you support will experience growth in one or more of these areas. People are actually often surprised by how well they have handled trauma. They're left better equipped to tackle future challenges with a clearer picture of their resilience and growth potential. So just a quick reminder before we finish up today that if you want someone, if you want some help supporting a young person who has been through a trauma earlier in their life, you can register to watch you can register to watch Dr. Zoe Webb's free workshop on healing the traumatized brain. And you can register to watch this free video workshop at ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash heal trauma. That's ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash heal trauma. Heal trauma is one word. So I hope you can join Zoe for this wonderful workshop. And thanks so much for spending time with me today. I hope today's episode on post-traumatic growth was helpful. And I will look forward to seeing you next time. 